Hello and welcome to another episode of Untamed Dice, an actual play podcast featuring a variety of tabletop role-playing games. You're listening to an episode of our Luxara campaign, but that isn't our only show. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast provider to catch long-term campaigns, one-shot adventures, and our monthly rants. Stay tuned after the show to find out how you can contact us, help Untamed Dice grow, and maybe earn yourself some rewards. Now, let's see what's happening as our friends find a little cottage in the middle of nowhere. Welcome to session six of the Luxara campaign. Uh, I am Crowley, DM. I'll be running the game. And these fools will be Uh. trying not to die. I thought you said we were already dead. <laughs> well, welcome yeah. dead. Oh, that's right. Waking up dead. Okay. Well, I'm Aaron, also known as Red, and I am Theria in this game. And for those of you listening, you know exactly who that is. <laughs> I am Nicola. I am... My name is Lucian, and I am trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> you kicked ass last game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Uh, and I'm Michael, and I'm playing Bjorn Gregory Brightwood. All right, Bjorn. <laughs> uh, last session we left off with you guys escaping the forest you came out into uh, from the underground. Uh, you were chased by some kind of death butterfly swarms. Uh didn't quite manage to escape them without fighting, but with the use of the spider staff... Hell yeah. You did quite the number on the butterflies, and you convinced a bird yep. to try to lead you... <laughs> he tried. Uh, he did his best. <laughs> safe areas. He led you through some safe areas. Yeah. Uh, however, that started curving back north towards the mountains and remaining in the forest... It gave him a shot. That's all I was saying. And that's when you decided to say bye bye, bird, and just try to head straight out of the forest. He's out, bird. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the butterfly attack happened. Indeed. Uh, eventually, you did make it. It's just butterfly. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you don't know, you actually didn't take any damage from the butterfly. This could have been horrible. We've gotten pretty good at not taking damage. <laughs> I think we've had three straight interactions. Yeah. Someone drinks it. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, you eventually did make it out of the woods. That is where we left off. Um, <clears throat> with you guys deciding to head over a hill, a little distance between the woods and you, set up camp, uh, and rest out in the open sky, finally, once again. Okay. Out of game, something real quick. Mm-hmm. Can I clarify something? Uh, there was two things I wanted to check on. Mm-hmm. First off, I didn't. I never wrote it down. My cloak that we figured out last week. Yeah, I was of like water breathing, right? Like I can breathe underwater now when I'm wearing it. And you have a swim speed, I believe, which was just your normal speed. Mo- yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Cool. That was that. And the other thing, uh, armor class. I wanted to double check with you because I was remembering that last time I leveled. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I know some things have caps. Uh, what do you mean? Like, some things have, like, only so much dex can add to. Oh, yeah. Are you wearing armor? I am. Okay. Did Why did your dex go up when you level? Yes. And your bonus also went up? Yes. Okay. What kind of armor do you have? Uh, we are using a chain shirt. That is a maximum of plus two from your dexterity. Cool. <clears throat> I cheated, but luckily I didn't get hit last week, so... So, you guys set up camp. You rest the night. It's much nicer than the last multiple nights you have been sleeping. So like probably close to a week now since you escaped. A couple nights underground, a couple nights in the woods. It is a new moon, so the light of Luna is not there to shine upon you. But the light of the stars are, and that is comforting. You probably get the best night's sleep you've had in a while. Not really exactly comforting to me. What? Knowing where we are in the second oh. now. Oh, and all the things you're thinking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Not exactly no. comforting. No. 
You're still uh, thinking a lot, uh-huh. worried, thoughts going on up there. But the night is quiet. <clears throat> and you are not awoken by Arikana or Death Butterflies, but just singing birds and sunlight. As we wake up, uh, Lenora, mm-hmm. what, um, what does she have right now for a weapon? Is it just a, a crossbow? Little, just a little crossbow. And what did she say she wants, though? Better with a blade? It's or a what? light pistol. A light pistol. Okay, sorry. Okay. Crossbows are such unjealous things. Okay, okay. She's jealous. She's jealous. <laughs> I do go up to you, though, <laughs> and I ask you to hang on to um, the little wooden bow and the twigs from that creature that you killed in case you might have to use them for something. If okay. something gets too close to you. Yep. Uh, just to remind you, you would not be able to use that bow, really. It is like, real. right, right, it's like a six-inch bow. But but the twigs. I'm more I'm more concerned about the twigs, though. Like they, she can still stab something with a twig. Uh, only as much as like you can stab something with a toothpick. Oh, great. Yeah. So maybe not. I think we figured out it's like the size of a pencil. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah, just stab something so, with a pencil. Like a, like a ruler and a pencil. She's got her javelins. Yeah. Javelins and, and All right, just, so, uh, I'll just hang on. Forget it. I have a javelin. And you have your, you have your new um, staff. Your staff that you can use. That I keep bonking things with yeah. and, like, rolling d20s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shooting spiders out of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, um, speaking I just of hang which, on to it. you can roll uh, to recharge the charges on that. I think we did that last time. Because I'm already back up at 10. Okay. I was going to say, I think... I'd yeah, I think we did that at the end. That yeah. roll. Yeah. Because yeah. we were in the field. <laughs> uh, Johnson is not still not doing so hot. Fine, we almost <laughs> sacrificed him last time, so... Yeah, that is true. <laughs> no, that's for sure. I know that. I can read your mind. That didn't say anything. Can't read your mind. Talk to each other. Yeah. Very different he things. is still alive. Cool. Did you just roll to see if he was dead or not? Yes, I did. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank that you. Works. We think we're about a day out. Uh, well, the last thing I have is two to three days till the end of the road. From like from the map we have, we know that it's like two to three days to the end of the road. It's a day from the last city we were in, and it's one to two days to the ruins. So we're trying to go off of that to figure out where we are. I thought that was just like the understanding okay. of how long the map was and stuff like that. I think what we figured out last time was that based on based on when we exited the woods, we were saying we were probably about a day and a half out. Yeah, we were somewhere around here, but we still don't we can't see the road yet. When we ultimately okay. still yeah, don't yeah. know where we okay. are really. Okay. Yeah. And there's some it could be half a day out, it could be three or four days out, depending on yeah. what side of area. And it's gonna be slower than that because you still have I do know that we figured out a maximum of two days. Because of the the no food thing that we mapped out last time, the no food. Yeah, because we were talking about how they were able, they could like keep us poisoned and asleep and, and yeah, all that kind of so stuff. Yeah, so wow, we were able to figure out. I did like a survival roll or something like that to figure out that it was max of two days. Yeah, we were not asleep for more than two days. Right, you were not asleep for more than. Two yeah, days. but we still don't know how long we were down. Right, or which direction? Right, but you yeah. but distance they could have taken us. Yeah, yeah, would have right. Um. Simply for travel time. And I'm not seeing the notes. We could have been down there for about a month, but... (laughs) Four years later. (laughs) Those two days and a little bit. Are the wounds infected for Jonathan? Oh, yeah. They weren't the last time. Uh, The wounds, no, but he has an infection. Okay, he's red, he's hot, he's sweating still. And he is, like, (laughs) losing body weight. And the last that I... I don't... I don't see the note, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not here somewhere. But last I remember is you saying something about how he only had like a few more days, and then he's done, probably. So, given if the terrain is this hilly, the whole way back to the road, and you are at <clears throat> approximately where you think you are in distance to the road, mm-hmm. the trip to the road is anywhere from one to five days currently. That's if things go well. You do have a group of people, one of which complains a lot, and one of which is nearly dead. I might uh, kill them both. I mean, which could extend that, and then however long from the road to Falkirk. I mean, 
We're gonna head in the direction yeah. that we've been thinking we're supposed go to go. Southeast. Yeah, as soon as everybody's up and ready. <coughs> and Who is leading? We had kind of discussed that that was just gonna be the case. We weren't hanging out at this camp. Yeah, no, we had, no. We had said night before. Maybe somebody out. will find us now. <laughs> like we're, we're getting the fuck out of that. We're, we're over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was leading the last time. Do you guys still want me to lead? Uh, I'll be yeah. up at the front with you for once. Okay. That's been kind of the the thing lately. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, instead of having you in the back. So you get these guys. Sixteen. Okay. It is very hilly terrain. Okay. Up one hill, down another. It's mostly grass. Not a lot of shrubland. Um, you can see woods, and beyond that, mountain off to your left. It is pretty slow going making sure that Johnson is not, either two people are carrying him, or if he's getting dragged, he's not, like, bumping along. And... If things are going well enough, um, we might, depending on how long we're traveling before something does or does not happen, I may switch off of you guys so that I can carry Johnson a little bit, so okay. that the people in, who are carrying the structure can have a break. That kind okay. of thing. Yeah, you do have Switching to, people out, to kind of stop thing. More often than the three of you okay. uh, would like because of the asshat and the other three. They are very clearly not used to physical exertion, mm-hmm. let alone for multiple days like has already been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've already been rationing food to make sure none of you starve. So, um, only what's his face has no name. He complains a lot. The others don't, but they're clearly very weary. Mm-hmm. And it is slow going. I would imagine knowing myself, like if we're going fairly slow, I'd have you, you know, just say hey, this is the path we're on. And I just make sure that everybody's okay as we're going. Mm-hmm. Just a little here and there. Nothing like we have a full conversation, like you're you're gonna like you know what I mean? Just <laughs> quiet, miserable. Yeah, yeah. Just procession through the hills. It, no, nothing like that. <laughs> but I, I definitely, you know, try to keep morale up. <laughs> and I am I am shouting at you through our minds, being like, I want I just wanna kill him. I just wanna kill him to the, the ass hat guy. I discourage her from doing so <laughs> <laughs> the best I can. <laughs> For some weird reason, I'm not as mad at douchebag as usual. But that's because nobody else knows that I now have his gold pocket watch. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Which is, yeah, it's odd to me because you're Bjorn and how can you not be the mad at this guy, but maybe he's like, oh, turn See, it over and you're optimistic. <laughs> I'm pessimistic. I know something happened. Like, there's no way that you'd be okay with that guy. I'm not being, like, nice to the guy. Yeah, yeah. He's not like, so, want to play some cards? No, he's not just... <laughs> no, no, you, you already told me he won't. Remember? Yeah, exactly. No, but there's definitely... <laughs> That's why you're not asking again. <laughs> but there's definitely been a big change in morale from one day to the next. So. Um, If it gets too, too bad with Asshat, I might say something to him. Like, cut shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I will leave you here. <laughs> okay. Uh, whenever you have to say something like that, it usually shuts him up for a while. Okay, good. Good, like, hour or two. Before he starts complaining again. Yeah, the, the, the day goes pretty uneventfully. There's birds, rabbits, and stuff. It's like weirdly calm compared to the past week. Um, like nothing to worry about. Occasionally you almost you know, get kind of happy. And then you remember you got Johnson there dying. Yeah, I probably for me what I told you about my hair, I, I don't. I'm probably not like <laughs> happy and excited. I'm dealing with some mental shit right now. <laughs> Other than helping people, you you do notice that I'm pretty quiet there. Make me another survival roll. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, twenty-two. Okay, this travel, this hilly land continues for like. We'll assume you bed down for the night when it falls, but. Yeah. Continues for another day and a half before the land starts to flatten out. Okay. It's kind of hard to tell how far you've gotten, especially with all the hills. Uh, you did occasionally have to backtrack if there was, like, a drop-off on one side of the hill where it was just, like, uh, solid stone instead of a gradual decline. And I do ask you, since we've been traveling, mm-hmm. to try to see if there's some way you can remember the lay of the land. Can do a survival check to see if I recognize anything. Sure. 
just to remember where we've come from and that kind of like you know what I'm saying. Sixteen. You'll definitely be able to remember landmarks from this journey. Occasionally, you feel like you've seen some of them before, but maybe not. It might just be the similarities between rock outcroppings, or you may have scouted in this area once before, but nothing sticks out enough that you could use it as a determinant. Okay. On that third day, after it starts getting flat, Mm -hmm. an hour goes by, it's probably late afternoon, and you see in the distance a little cottage starts to come into view. Smoke rising from the chimney, this little garden outside it, and a well nearby. Are we approaching from the back of the property, the front? The side. There's no road approaching it or anything, but it looks uh, occupied with the smoke rising from the chimney um, and fairly well taken care of. Garden is tended. <clears throat> Should we ask uh, Lenora and the guys to stay with them and go check this out and just see what we can find out for information. Uh, I was going to say what we should do is try to. Is there a road? Sorry. Make a, no, there was no road. No road. Okay, sorry. Um, try to make our way kind of around so they're not sneaking up on the side. Yeah, uh, that's um, what I mean. I'm just yeah. saying, like, just us though. Not um, well, what I was thinking was all of us can go around, and then. The three of us can approach. Yeah. Just so that rather than like leaving them. Just, you know, yeah, I know, but I'm yeah. saying still off to the yeah. side though, not like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Yeah. Do we really so. all want to approach the house? Like, what if it's some kind of danger? Like, I feel like one of us should at least stay back. I know that we're leaving Lenora and then with our people. I, but I feel like one Lenora. person needs to stay back at least. You want to go up to the door? Yeah. Right, I'm going to hang back then. I, I'm, I'm horribly non-charismatic anyway. You don't want to be able to talk to them. I don't think that makes... I don't think we'd be any benefit of splitting up. Cedric goes, don't worry, Lass, I can take care of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Cedric's going to follow her, right? <laughs> yeah, he has. <clears throat> so, if, yeah, we can make it around to the point where, like, mm-hmm. we're a few hundred yards mm-hmm. from the front. And then the three of us can approach the property. Okay. Three of you. Can I also look to see if there's anything that like, is weird looking about anything? Sure. Make a perception check. Like, is it odd for it to be so well maintained in this area? Can I do the same? Sure. What do you want me to do? Perception check. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. See it. Um, twenty-three. Thirteen. I know. I'm just. Um. None of you notice anything odd about it. You even know that there are some druids live by themselves out okay. on the outskirts. And there are also, like, hunters. Farmers, I guess. Well, it's obviously not a farm, usually. Right, right, but I'm, like, they're no. dealing, they've got a garden that's well-maintained, you said, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? but, like, a personal garden. Okay. But, like, um, fur trappers. Okay. Those kind of people usually have cottages that aren't within villages or near farming communities. They're usually off on their own. So it's not weird. Okay. Um, and you guys don't notice anything. No, like, out of the rituals going on outside. No. The, probably the weirdest thing about this cottage is, like, its design. It looks like it's very well-built as you guys approach it and meant to last. Uh, the cottage itself is raised up above the level of the ground on a stonemason foundation. It is... Vaguely square in shape, and there are even carved like feet at each corner, kind of like a tub. And it's a two story cottage, and you can see um, now that you get closer, hanging on a line to one side of the house mm-hmm. are like rabbit skins stretched out in the sun. Side note out of game. Have you guys ever read in a dark, dark room? No. no. Mm-hmm. Fucking witch's hut on fucking clawed feet. And I'm not about this, but I know. <laughs> In game. This is not Baba Yaga's <laughs> chicken-footed cottage. <sighs> good. Oh, good. Uh, I'm just going to go up and knock on the door. Okay. Hello? There's there's no answer at first. Hello? Is anyone home? Keep I, knocking. I go like this on the window. Ellie, talk to me. You look inside, and you don't see anything at first. 
And then you see... Still not hearing you at all. Death of the Stump. Can I... Um, You see an older woman walk out of one room and into what you're looking at, like a big open dining kitchen area. There's this big masoned stove attached to that chimney, and there appears to be bread cooking as she pulls out, looks at it, puts it back in. I start drooling. I think, what's wrong with you? She's <laughs> making bread. Knock harder. She can't hear you. I knock harder. I was going to say, my weird thought, can I use like an intimidate roll almost to like knock hard on the door? Uh, you wouldn't have to use a roll or anything. You just like bang on it mm-hmm. instead of... It would help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bang so, on so the you door. you guys bang? Yeah. Hello! <laughs> Give me some bread. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some bread. She finally hears this, and she comes over to the door, and she opens it, and she kind of, like, peeks out. Hello. She goes, hi. Hi. We mean you no harm. We're just trying to find our way back. Uh, what's the, real quick, what's the name of the place, the city? Falkirk. Falkirk. Falkirk, thank you. Do you know Falkirk? That's where we're trying to go. Yes? Why? How do you not know how to get back to Falkirk? What are you doing out here? We've been lost for a very long time. And, uh, a very long time. And we, uh, actually are in need of medical assistance for one of our companions. So the faster we get there, the faster we will leave you be. <laughs> medical assistance? You need, like, what's wrong with him? I'm not too sure. My medical knowledge is very slim, but he is dying. I do know that much. She opens it up. Bring him in! Bring him in! I yeah. do the signal or whatever we've decided for the <laughs> group and tell them to come forward. Hey, still second, let's go. Crystal Flare. Okay. <laughs> um, she's a little startled at that. Sorry. <laughs> please, please, have a seat. I I take Johnson off of the stretcher and have them just wait up. I'm not going to bombard this woman. Scott. <laughs> Ten people. Yeah. And I... Tell I bring him in, uh, set him down wherever she wants, but then I go back out there and just talk to Lenora and Cedric and them and just say, you know, just keep everybody calm. This woman thinks she might help, be able to help him, and then we'll find our way back. Like, just... Um, I'll help you bring him inside, and I'll stay inside. Okay. So you guys bring him inside, and she looks out, and she puts her hand on his forehead and, like, looks underneath his shirt at his chest mm-hmm. um, and, like, puts her hand there for a minute, and then she starts... She puts on water, starts collecting herbs and putting it in a little tea strainer, puts it on a, in a cup, okay. and gets the water boiling. And as she's doing this, she um, talks, she kind of babbles a little bit. She talks about her daughter and her daughter's husband and how they're out hunting for more foxes and rabbits. And they were supposed to be back two days ago, but they always take too long. Um, and she has these pastries that she's supposed to get to Falkirk before the festival, and now she doesn't know if they're gonna get there. Which way did which way did they head out, or what? You know, what area do they go hunting? She says, "Well, there's a little bit of woods south of here, about a day and a half out. Nothing big, but there's a few few game in there. No one else hunts there, so it's perfect for my children." How long did you say they've been gone? Two days later. Uh, they've been they're two days late. Okay. Um, but she gone for however long they would have been. Yeah, she she says they're always late. They're always taking their time, but they always bring back the best game. So she never complains too much. Have they ever been this late? Many times. Okay. I'm watching every move she's making for the medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a six medicine. Okay. The roll if you'd like. I want to like try to learn what okay. she's doing. You recognize some of the plants. Um, you recognize at least one fever reducer. Um, there's also like some mint thrown in there. Some, uh, she throws some garlic in. Um, it's just a general mix of herbs. Um, some you don't recognize, um, but nothing stands out to you as bad okay. or weird. She pours it and starts letting it steep. She's like, yeah, but this time they just, they shouldn't have been late the pastries. And she points over and she's got, like, plates of them. Are they, like, they going to be delivering the pastries for you? 
If they're supposed to, I can't walk out there and by myself. Am I... Do we determine if I'm inside? Again? Because I was just going I mean, to give them she, a word and come back. She will leave the door open. Okay, yeah. Some I'm of you outside, some of you inside. Yeah, it's, it's a nice day out. Okay. And it's still early in fall, so... You know, for helping our friend, we'd be more than happy with direction to Falkirk to help you deliver these patients. Really? Absolutely. That would be incredible. Absolutely. Is, is there anything else I can do for you? I'm not sure if it's asking too much, but a lot of the people that we have with us are very hungry, and I'm not sure of the extent of their injuries as well. This was the worst <clears throat> of our companions. We've been, we've been rationing very, very thin. So if we could have just some supplies to make it to Falkirk, I think that would be more than... I can always pay you in some way as well for your trouble. She waves off the offer of payment and says, we, we don't need much in way of payment out here. We trade the pelts for what we need. Money doesn't do us much good, but I can, of course, give you a little bit of bread. Um, that would be much appreciated. There's not a lot I could give you, perhaps. Um, she thinks to herself, I can, I used to tell fortunes at the festivals. Would you, would you like your fortunes told? I don't get to do it much anymore. It's the least I can do. If it will make you happy, I will do it. <laughs> she was very excited. I will do it. If, it makes her, if I see the excitement on her face, I'll do it. I'm laughing hysterically internally at your pain at the moment. I'm cursing you internally. <laughs> uh, the offer is for all three of you, so. Um, would I even be trying to think of like how aware of like this concept I would even bend? But of like no, fortune yeah. telling? Yeah, no, I would know because like if I'm like a urchin, like that'd be like that'd be a thing. You might even know one or two that give food to the urchin kids. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I probably know them better than anybody. I might also, I probably know a lot of people who fake it. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I'm uh, does she have like rolls around, or is it like just like one loaf of bread that she's got going? Um, she pulls out some bread and cheese for everyone. Cool. Lunch on. Not a lot. Like, it's very little considering there's, like, please, please don't try to 11 steal. of you. I'm not trying to steal it. I just, I, she, she pulled it out and I, that is what yeah. I want. One of those. Um, but when you agree <laughs> feeding one to the fortune telling, she opens up her pantry mm-hmm. and she opens up a trap door underneath and she pulls out a bottle of wine. Um, and then yes. she, she starts digging around behind some stuff and she, Brings out a pouch. Um, can I ask first that your name? Oh, your name. name. <laughs> you guys are like three years later, best friends. What's your name, Ken? I don't think we ever got it. <laughs> I, I like to ask first, but I, it was more like, oh, you took me off guard. You're actually letting us in your house. Cool. <laughs> so Sophie. It's very nice to meet you, Sophie. I'm uh, Theria. This is my sister. You can call her Ellie. And uh, this is Bjorn. Some of our Pleasure to meet you, Sophie. Very nice to meet all of you. I don't get to entertain guests nearly as often as I used to. We appreciate all the help. Yes, that is a shame. I'm sorry. Would the, would the two of you like your fortunes read as well? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, I'm just offered a, you want to, hell yeah. <laughs> I'd be happy to have you on as well. The urchin can talk uh, before, more. Before we do that, I make sure that John's going to be okay yeah. if there's anything else we need to do for him at the moment. <laughs> like, I know she's, uh, she's eager and ready to go, but... No, before she does this, she has fed Johnson the uh, tea, and she's gotten a cloth and wetted the cloth and put it on his forehead. And just looking at him after she does these things, does he seem... Like, after a few minutes or so, does he seem a little better? Um, after a few minutes, there's not okay. much change, okay. but... Right. So, I mean, again, I'm not meditatively inclined. She says, I don't have the cards anymore. I can't do cards, but... And this is going to be strange if you haven't heard of it before. Have you you heard of sight wine? I have not. Well, would I have? Make me a... Just make me an intelligence check. Eight. Nope. Nope. It's there on the history. Eh? What about me? Let's see. Same thing? Intelligence? Damn. Uh, yeah. Natural 20. Uh, you <laughs> I have, know all about it. You've heard of sight wine. Um, not many people practice it anymore. 
uh, because it is an odd form of fortune telling where the fortune teller throws rune stones, like a rune stone fortune telling, but then takes those stones and takes a special wine derived from uh, grapes and mushrooms, mulls it with some spices, with the rune stones at the bottom, and then the person whose fortune is being told drinks it, and they see a vision of their fortune. So they take shrooms. <laughs> and see things. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> but it is a very specific process. And not a lot of people enjoy doing it or trusting mm-hmm. them because not all the visions are necessarily fortunes. Some appear to be omens and some are not remembered. So it has lost favor among fortune tellers. I think or, we should do it. Why not? One at a time, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Unless you want to go <laughs> first. Go. No, I'm just um, usually the first to go, so go for it. <laughs> That's so fine. She gets three ceramic. I know uh, that it's not dangerous, because I know so much you, about it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would assume that that means I would know if it was going to kill me. I'm most aware of the concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know uh, the process, so. She gets three ceramic mugs, pours wine into it, leaving some space. Um... Takes out a special pouch of spices and sprinkles them. What's going on in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it? That's a mug. <laughs> uh, she sprinkles some in each of the mugs, and then she asks you to reach into the pouch and kind of stir the stones around. Got it. She then takes three stones and throws them on the table, looks at them briefly, and then takes them one at a time. And plunks them in your cup and then puts it over the fire for a minute, swirls around and hands it to you. Hold my nose with one hand. <laughs> it actually smells very good. Yeah. It's still probably it. <laughs> still doing it. And then just down the hatch. Not the stones. <laughs> um, you drink the wine and right as you set the cup down, your eyes kind of just gloss over. I am um, just watching you intently this entire time. <laughs> as your vision fades, you get a vision of the night sky, completely full of stars. In fact, you can see like five of the major constellations in the sky, which never happens. At most, there's ever three. And you can see them much brighter than all the other stars, which they normally are, but this significantly so. Um, to the point where you can almost see like lines connecting them Mm -hmm. and outlining them. And then you see in each of them flickers. And those lines, which have grown more and more vibrant, start to snap. And you see a shadow fly through your vision across the constellations. Mm -hmm. Fly and get bigger and bigger as it flies down towards the world. And then there's just this huge shaking explosion as the ground quakes and you fall and jolt awake from your vision. Could I tell exactly what constellations they were? Uh, yeah. I need that. They were they were the twins, the gorgon, the dragon, the spider, and the vampire. Alright. She takes the stones out of your mug, washes them off with some water, dries them with a cloth, puts them back in the pouch with the other stones, and gives it a shake. Which of you is next? I'll go next. She does the same thing, asking you to give the stones a touch and mix up. Uh, tosses three on the table, looks at them, takes them and punks one at a time into the line, warms it up, and hands it to you. Cheers, bro. <laughs> same thing happens. Your eyes gloss over. Your vision blacks. And when it comes to you are walking through uh, thin woods. For the record, real quick, can I hand my, uh, can I hand Dash to Ellie before all of this? Sure. Okay. Uh, you're walking through thinly wooded lands. Uh, in front of you is a, another person walking low and quiet with 
a bow, and his cloak, uh, though you cannot see who it is, the cloak is a giveaway that is a member of the Wayfarer's Guild. And as you're walking, you see him bend over and uncover, like, crumbling stone wall, and he just says to you, this is it. And stands up straighter and starts walking past the stone wall and into a clearing. And starts clearing out snow and looking through brush. And uh, you follow with the lantern, holding it up. He lifts up a stone, like, slab. Not huge, but still pretty large. Scrapes to the side and reaches into a hole in the ground and pulls out a necklace, which appears to have a snake pendant of some kind. It's hard to catch because suddenly you hear a branch break behind you and your vision goes black as you are hit with something large and heavy in the side of the head and you jolt out of vision. Okay. You you alright, Bjorn? Yeah, I'm just thinking a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Dash back. I'll take Dash back. (laughs) I'm just thinking. Trying to make sense of well, I would imagine the face that you'd have on you when you come out of these things. I'm just watching both of you. That's <laughs> fine. Here we go. You like to go next? I guess so. <laughs> you, can you, refuse, want to go? <laughs> you can always refuse at this point. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, same process goes through again. Hands you the mug. You have just enough time to put it down before your eyes gloss over. Okay. Your vision comes to the sight of a bright full moon and the ending chance of a druid ceremony with the circle of the Bogarkin. There's a pause after the chance and as each one of them begins to change into their Bogar form, Mm -hmm. they howl to the moon and it is a um, ceremonial hunt where all of you uh, go through the ceremony, change into your wolf forms, and hunt in the wild. Okay. Uh, like the bogger you try to connect with. Okay. As you're running through the woods, you hear a blood-curdling scream, and following the scream, you erupt out of the woods at the edge of a farm, and you can see on the other side of the field is a barn that is catching fire. From within, there is another scream, and you see a hunched figure jump out of the barn and lay another figure prone on the ground. Mm-hmm. And as you rush up to help, you catch a glimpse of the moon again mm-hmm. in the sky above you. Mm-hmm. And it gives you pause as you look up and it is blood red. Blood on the moon. It is. You recognize it as the blood moon, but... That it's not the right time of year for the blood moon. Okay. <clears throat> and then, as you're paused looking up at the moon, something strong like a bogarkin in the hybrid form hits you from the side and attacks you. But it's too small to be bogarkin. And before you can see what it is, teeth sink into your neck and you erupt awake from the vision. Alright. Just taking a minute. <laughs> um, Sophie looks at all of you and she's kind of like got a sad look on her face and she's like, I didn't realize you had such trying lives. I thought this would bring fortune to you. I, I apologize how long for the you, dark visions. How long would clearly the visions have? take? Hmm? How long would the visions have taken? Like almost no time at all. Okay. okay. Like seconds. Okay. So. It's alright, Sophie. It's uh, not your doing. We do thank you for the hospitality, at least. It was a very enlightening vision. I appreciate it. At least it was something. I do believe Indeed. you may have brought clarity. Good. I'm just silently <laughs> thinking to myself, like, I'm glad you got some clarity. You don't hear me say that, by the way. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> I'm also more than anything just trying to alleviate her concerns. 
Without taking out the letter, you, like, you can tell that I'm, like, thinking about something. Okay. Like, I'm, like, very, very, very deep in thought. Okay. We're probably, I, also, you, we're probably all each more focused on our own selves than each other anyway. Yeah. Potentially. Well, she said that she was worried, like, she was watching us to make sure that we yeah. were okay afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it's a, I'm just saying that a much easier emotion before than after. Any visible situation on Johnson? His breathing has kind of regulated. Um, it's not as like shallow of breaths. If he touches forehead, his fever is going down. I'll just ask her for information about him. What we can expect. Is there if there's anything we should do? Well, it's almost night. It's just leaving him sleep through the night as he is. Um, if you'd like, you can. <laughs> don't have spare room, but you could camp outside. Um, we appreciate that more than And I could make... She starts looking through her supplies. I, I could make stew for everyone. Um, that would be wonderful. I give her what I can with whatever she, stew she's making to try okay. to help towards the meal to like help her out. Okay. Uh, then she will make stew for everybody. Um, I have like a side note question. Are any birds or anything like Probably. I was going to ask if you wanted to hunt, but that was your call. <laughs> Would you like me to go hunt for... Yeah, if you, wanted, if you wanted to bring birds. Um, for the vision that I had, mm-hmm. you said that there were, like, lines <laughs> slashing through the constellations. <laughs> like, connecting the stars <laughs> within them, yeah. Is it in any particular <laughs> um, Each one formed the shape of the constellation. So they almost, like, gained more solidity. But there was nothing that ended up looking like that, right? No. Thank God. <laughs> so that's all that was going through my mind. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, it's happening already. No, it's happening already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I don't even know how to tell them because I don't even know what I'm looking for <laughs> yet. <laughs> We're all going to die, but I don't know how. Uh, He's going hot. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> Do you think a boomerang? I'm not sure what's going on. Can we I thought try about something? it. Can I try something? Yeah. I, I mean, you can always try something. Because this whole, like, I can use any weapon thing, and including improvised weapons mm-hmm. as essentially their equivalent, uh, statistically. Well, improvised weapons would be slightly different. You have training in all forms of weaponry, but an improvised weapon would still, you would not have proficiency with. Really quickly. Unless yeah. your background gave you a special I don't remember. I, improvised I just, weapon. I just remember that when they did. I don't know, maybe it's because maybe it's the difference between what an improvised weapon was or whatever. But because mm-hmm. when we were underground mm-hmm. and we had like broken apart the parts of the cage or whatever, mm-hmm. I was able to use that equivalent to a club. Yeah. Yeah, you can do stuff like that, but like so when I say improvised weapon I mean like a chair. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, or like I mean, yeah. using yeah. something as a weapon that isn't shaped like right. a weapon. Yeah. So that was, I meant more like. No, you can absolutely take something. This is essentially equivalent yeah. to. Uh, like you can take a I stick try, and use it as a staff. Can I try to find a stick mm-hmm. and try to just huck it like a boomerang at a bird? This is an attempt. I'll roll and do whatever. Maybe survival check. Um, while he's doing that, uh, do I. Did I recognize the barn and the and everything that where I was in that vision? No, I'm just curious if I did. No. No? Okay, cool. Twelve. Um, you find a couple sticks that might work. You give them some practice throws, but they kind of like. Have you ever seen somebody who doesn't know how to throw a frisbee try to throw a frisbee? Yep. And just like, boom. <laughs> and like goes into the air and like comes back at him. Sure. Stuff like that happens. Right. You don't really get a good throw in I'll just take out the rifle. I <laughs> tried. <laughs> <laughs> so the night goes pretty well. You get stew made for you. Okay. Um, you have somewhere warm to sit for a while. I do talk to Sophie if given a chance just okay. to see if there's anything that I can do for Johnson, but also how far away we are from uh, Falkirk, I'll, uh, just talking to her, and then I'll probably get into like her life and that kind of thing, but I just um, knowing where we are first. Asking about Falkirk, she describes to you uh, a couple of like standing stones and such that she uses okay. her children use as waypoints okay. to Falkirk. She says, well, normally it only takes about three more days from here, but 
With Johnson, you'd probably want to take five just to be safe. Okay. But he should be fine making it until then now. Excellent. Thank you. What is your daughter's name? Uh, Isabel. And her husband? Oh, I don't think her husband's name. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> is there something I should know about that name? A worker. Oh. Yeah, a <laughs> Does she ever give me a last name? Uh, no. No. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But I'm not even gonna bother to ask. <laughs> does she, I just ask how she, you know? Does she just do trade and things like that? How does she make a living? That kind of thing. How long has she been here? Just simple, like general. Uh, it's it seems to mostly be the fur trade from her kids. They use the meat and the vegetables they grow. Um, they trade for like cheese okay. and uh, supplies that they might need. But they're mostly self-sustaining. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you need from Falkirk since we are bringing things there for you? Uh, she says, "No, no, I'll make I'll make my rotten late kids go anyways. <laughs> they can miss the festival and still go bring me the supplies." Perfect. <laughs> Please let us know if you do change your mind. Of course, of course. So I would just be making like. General small talk with like questions of like if she's always been here. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. how long has she? Yeah, I asked her, how long has she been here. Did she say decades? Decades. Okay. I imagine that I wouldn't really be saying much. Probably just staring at her the way like a two year old child stares at her grandmother when they're telling stories. <laughs> I mentally sometimes tell her to stop staring. <laughs> it's almost like that. I'm blinking like Dude, stop. Right, like when you tell her to stop staring, she just blinks once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is, I know she's trying. <laughs> At least this character blinks. <laughs> you know? Baby steps. Um, baby steps. Baby steps. Um, as, um, as a gesture to her, mm-hmm. I'll take up my pants, lose my flag. Okay. <laughs> so it's a, it's a good evening, and you guys can get a pretty good rest out of it. People. <laughs> um, I'll play cards with Cedric or Roland or both. Both. <laughs> both. Come on, play cards. Um, Will both of them be willing to put stakes? Uh, they they express the lament that they cannot ah. because they have no money. Sure. <laughs> but Cedric says, "Get back to Falkirk." Can I tell them that I that I take credit? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Cedric's up for that. Sweet. Can oh, I, I do a persuasion roll on Roland on that? Uh, sure. Come on, Roland. <laughs> no, Roland is like, no, I don't. I don't like owing. <laughs> quite a, quite fine. I turn to douchebag and ask, "Have you changed your mind yet?" He uh, he appears to be like looking through his things, like he's lost something. Uh, he says, "No, no, leave me alone. I'm busy." Of course you are. And, like checks his cloak pockets like fifteen times. Hey, I'll play. Oh, uh, I, I just at least play. Everybody. I meant to say to you, be careful. <laughs> Got this. Actually, no, not be careful. Good luck. That's what I say. <laughs> Good luck. So we'll assume you guys are playing some sort of bluffing game. Yeah, super uh, exciting. So why you guys make deception checks? Uh, in place of that, may we do what we were talking about before, and I can cheat with my own deck of cards? Yeah, so instead of bluff, make me a sleight of hand trap. Yes. On top of my own playing cards, correct? Yes. So you'll get that efficiency. <laughs> Natural one. Cedric... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cedric uh, notices your eagerness to play, coupled with the eagerness with which you pull out your own card, and he says... We use this deck, and he pulls out his own deck. Okay. We still gotta play. They may have taken my money, but they didn't get my cards. And Can I roll? Shuffling. Can I roll again with just my regular playing cards? Uh, yeah. Which is not mine. So that is just just your sleight of hand. I say to Theria. Oh, I won't mentally. cheat. I don't cheat with oh, you just want anything that's not mine. <laughs> so then it's just a bluff. Out <laughs> loud. Do I get playing cards proficiency? No. no. That's beautiful. That's a 17. A 17? Get what you get. Top. Alright, you don't have any. These two definitely do. I never do. <laughs> I wasn't playing for that. You also got a 17. So, roll again. 
Oh. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he folds, <clears throat> shuffles the cards right into the deck. Doesn't even let you see him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Back to me and Falkirk. We'll play dice. I'm up for it. <laughs> now, does Sophie look human? Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. no. What do we put down for? I, I always keep this assumption. Uh, she is specifically, we'll say Lunari. Okay. What did he put down for credit? Uh, we'll say that he put down one gold and then raised to three. Um, she's Lunari? I check his hand. <laughs> Perfectly happy to gamble with, with you. Any other distinct features about her that I pick up on? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Think you made me nervous. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she makes everybody nervous. What was making nervous? I was just looking at you like this the entire time. Like not even looking at her card. She's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like this. That is exactly how you play with yeah. Yeah. Said to block. Yeah. <laughs> I take like one look and memorize them. <laughs> um, it's. Nothing else. If you guys don't want to do anything else specifically, just night go five. I would probably still do a watch just because where we come from. I attempt to stuff my face with as much food as possible. While every, well, I let her know not to take too much. <laughs> I'm just going at it. She does anyway. <laughs> I do the best I can. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I'm just doing my best. <laughs> I say that to myself as I walk out. <laughs> to go in my watch. I'm doing my best. <laughs> uh, you actually have one gold because oh, you had to ante up for the first round. We'll figure it out at some point. <laughs> you, have, you have gold? Do I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's like, I don't know about no gold. <laughs> gold pieces. You gotta, you gotta go, girlfriend. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Untamed Dice. To stay up to date with the podcast and what we're doing, be sure to head over to www.thewanderingalchemist.com. There you will find updates as well as reviews and other helpful articles. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can always find us on Twitter by tweeting at 40secondalchemist or at Untamed Scribe. If you'd like to comment about the site or general RPG stuff, email comments at thewanderingalchemist.com. To talk about Untamed Dice specifically, email podcast at thewanderingalchemist.com. If you've been enjoying our shows, please do us a favor and head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. If you'd like to help us further and get something out of it, head over to Patreon and search for The Wandering Alchemist. For as little as $1 per month, you will get entered into monthly dice giveaways, get early access to things like The Untamed Rant, and special access to a secondary creative podcast that only patrons can hear. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, Aaron, Alex, Dom, Michael, Rudy, Aaron, Nat, and Terminally Nerdy, for their support. We'll see you all next time on Untamed Dice.